Hey, aloha, everybody. This is Jeff Rambo coming to you from the sun-soaked beaches of the island of Oahu in the Hawaiian island chain, my home, the University of Hawaii. And joining me today, my partner, Michael McQuaid from Michael, I understand, a frozen Ireland joins us and we're going to talk about a lot of things that have to do with the NFL, including the IPP program and this week's playoff games here at the Jeff Reinbold Show brought to you by 888 Sport, the official gambling partner of the National Football League in both Ireland and the UK and Pro Football Ireland. For people on the podcast on Saturday morning, welcome. People watching this at 11.42 p.m. wondering what the hell is going on. We need to get Jeff into a proper time zone. That's my fault. However, congrats, uh, congratulations, Jeffrey. You've uh, obviously got a job in Hawaii. I'm delighted for you, man. You're going home. Uh, and uh, couldn't, couldn't be more happier for you. We need to work out this schedule. I mean, there's really, like to be fair, there's really like two weeks left of the season. It's sweet. I'm joking. like, But, oh, my God. like This is like whenever I was a gridiron. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what though? You you ought to think about this. Get your wife and come on over here, right? There's plenty of opportunity here. We could use you. I'll, I'll no. My my wife has told me she doesn't want to go to Hawaii because of the volcanoes and earthquakes. And I said, "There's more." <laughs> well, tell you what, you can have this con. This is a beautiful interview. You can have this conversation in Ireland next week, Friday night. People listen to this on Saturday morning. This Friday night, Jeff is in Galway. Uh, another guest being announced, Dara Leader, who's part of the IPP. We'll talk about that in a second. Tag Leader uh, and Galway hurling legend, James Skell. Sweet Jesus is going to be there. Big Patriots man. Saturday night, Tommy O'Donnell, former Munster and Ireland rugby player in Cork, in Cork. And I found out today there's over 100 people going. 100 people going to Limerick for AFC Championship Sunday. Holy God. Uh, John Conlon is going there. He's a Clare All-Star Herder. Trying to get more or less GA players, but they're all GA players in a minute. Monday night in Dundalk with Charlie Smith, another lad who's going on the IPP. Charlie is an NFL fan, loves the Packers. He is obviously buzzing for obvious reasons. Tuesday night, Belfast, no guests yet. We'll try <laughs> Wednesday, Derry. Jeff is going to be given a VIP tour by the Donegal Derry Vipers all day. That's the rumor at the minute because I have to go to work. Thursday, Dublin, um, with Mossy Quinn, Jerry Gilroy from Off the Ball. Jeff might be going on Off the Ball next Thursday or the fire Thursday after. And a big, big special guest. I can't talk about it yet. Jeff doesn't even know about it yet. And then the Friday, uh, Dungannon, my nearest town. I live in Dungannon. Rory Began, probably the highest profile player from the Irish IPP. And arguably, apart from that English guy, the rugby player, I think he is the highest profile player. I'm just biased because of where I'm from, but uh, I'm really excited. And then the next day we go to Vegas. L-A-N-K-T-R-W. Yeah, we go to Vegas. We go to Vegas, Vegas. Vegas. we go to Vegas for a break after that tour you got me on. <laughs> My wife, and God help her, shout out to Lynn, right? Lynn goes to me. So I, I, I said to her like earlier on Friday night, like, by the way, I'm dosed in case people are wondering. I was like, oh yeah, I can't believe my like last weekend at home for three weeks. She goes, what are you talking about? Are you not like at home for a few days before you go? I don't know. No, I'm not. Didn't go down well. So shout out to Lynn. It's her birthday on 
the day after Super Bowl Sunday, and I'm not going to be home again. But sure, it's all good. Jeff, you're going to have to speak talker in a few weeks. We haven't got a lot of time. There's people watching live. We'll get in the comments. Let's let's talk about the IPP very, very quickly. And as I say quickly, I want to give it more time. But we've, I guess on this podcast channel, I've talked it to death. And I guess Jeff can talk about it, not just from an Irish viewpoint, but from an overall you know, mm-hmm. general viewpoint. And Jeff, um, you know, in terms of the class of 2024, we've got a couple of guys from Australia. And we know that the NFL is doing a lot down there to try and get as much going as possible. I hope at some point we see a Thursday night football game in Australia. I think it could happen. Uh, guys from the Dominican Republic, but we've got a few guys from England. Uh, Harry Malander, I believe, has got a rugby background. One of the highest, um, we, we talked about this the other day, one of the highest profile guys is Lewis Ray Samet, who's a Welsh rugby international, and he's only 22 years of age, giving up rugby to go to the NFL. That has caused, ma- Jeff, that's the one thing you're away from home. You're, well, you're away from home. You're away from the UK. That has caused national headlines in the UK this week. That was even before the Ireland stuff came out. And obviously a few African guys from Nigeria, Austin C. I know OC's pushing and pushing for that. Um, and obviously here for us, the first time ever kickers get into the IPP and we've got four guys. And I mean, Jeff, you've met Tag before. You know the crack. Like I mm-hmm. am buzzing. I went into the shop today, bought a paper. I got to give a shout out to Mr. Liam Grimley for mentioning Pro Football Ireland in... The Irish News, one of the biggest papers in the island. Unbelievable. And I'm just, I'm telling you, Jeff, you can see yourself here. I, I know you're on the other side of the world. This is making headlines all across Ireland. And for us, we've seen a 950% increase in podcast listenership this week from people that probably don't listen to the NFL usually. And that's just one country or one island. Uh, it's going to be great to have some of these guys come to the tour. But Jeff, just generally, Ireland, UK, Australia, Nigeria, Dominican Republic, it's pretty awesome, isn't it? It's tremendous, Michael. You know, the the I go all the way back to the original program, the original international player program, and and to see how it's grown and how it's been refined. And you know, you mentioned um the NFL now has scouts worldwide, right? Chris Naoli, who was in our offices yesterday with a New Zealand kid that we're trying to recruit. Um, New Zealand rugby player, young kid, 18 years old. I mean, and he is a full grown man. I'm just telling you, he is huge. But Chris is, works for the Philadelphia Eagles and he's down in Australia. And, you know, he's part of this whole process of finding the, the best international players. And I think one thing that, that, you know, the NFL watches every other sport. Right. And they've seen what foreign players have done in the National Basketball League in the last 10 years and the influx of talent that's available from around the globe. Now, it's a little bit different, you know, with football in that some of these guys don't have tremendously long football histories or any at all. But what they've done is they've located the best athletes that they can access and then provided a pathway, uh, an opportunity for them to chase this dream. And, you know, I, I think it's really, really important that people don't undersell these guys because, you know, particularly I've watched some of some rugby clips of the young kid from Wales, you know, at his age and 
the way he moves. And, you know, a rugby player is used to contact. It's not like you're taking a track and field athlete and trying to make him a football player. These guys are used to running around bodies, used to being hit and hit, hitting. So, you know, if you're an elite athlete in one sport, then why can't you be an, an elite athlete in two sports? Right? I mean, it doesn't, yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't work like, okay, he puts his rugby boots on and he's a world-class player and then he puts on football cleats and he's somehow a second-class citizen. No, he just needs an opportunity. And that, I think that's what this, this program is actually doing. And Mike, think about this. The way the National Football League players are remunerated now, right, where the minimum salary is over, up over $600,000 a year, and the exposure and marketing capabilities that playing in the NFL gives an athlete, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing what doors this could open. Think about one well, of our, if one of these Irish kids hits, right, and you think they wouldn't love to have an Irish player in Boston, Massachusetts? Or... You see, here's the, and I'm not trying to butt in, but here's the thing, right? And we'll go to the divisional weekend in a second. You know, every team has to have an international player now in the roster next year. 32 opportunities. And I did not call out 32 names there a second ago. And that's all I'm going to say. What I will say, Jeff, is this. The Irish guys, the Gaelic players, how much are they being paid at the minute? I have no idea. Nothing. They're amateur sportsmen. So this is, you know, you're talking about, you know, I agree with you, you're talking about being life-changing. This is life-changing. If they make the practice roster, they can make 200,000 euro. Never mind if they get signed, play week one, they can make up to 800,000 euro. It's life-changing. And I, I'll call it now, in January, at least one will be on a roster week one in 2024. I have no doubt about it. I've seen... I've seen Rory Baggin beat my county in front of me with one of the most ridiculous. Like, where do you see this guy's kick? It's ridiculous. Like, it is obscene. Um, but look, that's the whole off season. Talk about. I- I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing that you're going to get a chance to meet some of these guys as well, which is pretty cool. So, um, it- yeah, I'd I- I love it too, Michael, because you know, elite athletes are elite athletes. It doesn't matter what sport you're an elite athlete in. It could be hurling. It could be football. It could be basketball. It could be you know, anything, uh, but one of the thing that, things that I've noticed is all the elite athletes I've been around in my life, they all are pretty much wired the same way, right? They're highly competitive alpha males and they are, I think, it's kind of a really close fraternity. It's a very, very, very special group of people and having those guys having an opportunity to have some of those guys on stage with us and talking to the fans and explore you know going through kind of what they expect to have happen and then following their journey through the ipp program i think it's going to be a blast and you, you know i think our fans ought to understand it you know you can get that here with our off-season content we're going to follow these guys we're going to get reports from the ipp program and we'll we'll talk to the guys as as uh, we're going to send Jeff to the to the NFL Combine, and we're not going to get him a hotel room, and we're going to see how he gets on. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear! You are killing me. You are killing me. Um, fourteen days. Well, two weeks tomorrow, Vegas. Uh, obviously, very very excited for the tour. Just before we talk about these games this weekend, I want to give a massive thanks to the NFL. Uh, 
to Henry Hodgson, the entire team, everybody in London. Jeff, you must be proud of me for keeping my big fat gob shut for the last three months about this. Like I, I've been sitting for three months. Like, well, I know it's been hard for you because you, you, we usually talk every day, but most every conversation you, you talk about how excited you are for all of this. And I am too. And I think, you know, how cool a story, you know, how cool a story. And I agree with you. I would not be surprised if we don't have guys on the roster, active roster next year. Right. And, you know, that's, that's what the NFL wants. And frankly, that's what global business needs. We'll see. I just, again, a massive congrats to friend of this podcast, friend of the show, Tag Leader, who has now got a, a job with the NFL doing this. That is pretty awesome. He has put out a podcast called Enter the Arena and he chats to some of the lads. So even if you're from the UK, wherever you're from, Ireland, uh, check out on Spotify. It's almost as good as his podcast. I'm joking, it's class. Listen to it. Anyway, Jeff, um, is there football this weekend or should we just talk something else? I mean, it's been, we you, have some football. You, and we right. have some, not some, just some football. We got four outstanding football games. Four um, I expect them all to be great games. I mean, you mentioned the weather at the start. We could talk about that. Jeff, remember you were like really uncomfortable in Glasgow, yeah? And I was mm-hmm. laughing at you. That's how I felt this morning. I woke up, I had a duvet over me, and I thought, oh my God, it's freezing. What's going on? <laughs> it's been awful. I nearly crashed my car this week, black ice. This tour may not have happened, Jeff. You know, hey, like, I don't, don't want to... I don't want to, and I'm not going to move the camera so you can see outside, but um, I just want you to know right now it's 24 degrees, bright sun, beautiful. I look forward to the FaceTime next next Friday when you're like freezing my ass off here. This train is off for another four hours. What, what do you want me to do? Go to Bewley's, Jeff. Go to Bewley's. Okay. Okay. You ready? I think actually, I'm, I think, I'm just saying this publicly on the live podcast. I'm going to head up off the ball and you can avail of their heating next Friday. I mean, just see if you go on chat. Hey, if, if if anybody wonders who that guy staggering around downtown is looking for looking for a warm <laughs> place, kiss. <laughs> that'll be me. That'll be me. Hallelujah. Hey, let's talk about let's talk some football now. Let's talk. Let's talk about these games. Ha- Honolulu to LAX, LAX to Philly, Philly to Dublin. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Right? Who NFL made that schedule? Wasn't me. Well, look. It's all good. There's loads of comments coming in. Uh, David Jackson, congrats, Jeff. Thank you, David. I appreciate it. Mickey Brady, good news for the boys getting their opportunity. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to Dundalk too. Very much, Mickey. Now you're Dundalk and Jeff's back in the 50. You need to. We'll 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 get out. We'll, we'll get more comments on the screen. But for people in the podcast, people watching live, let's talk about this weekend, Jeff. I'm gonna be boring for you right now. And you are going to get no shocks out of me this weekend, my man. The Ravens are going to stomp the Texans on Saturday. Our friend Ben stomp. Mortimer is at the game. Stomp. Stomp him. Now, we've seen the one stomp. piece of news. You know what the spread is on this game? Well, I should know, presented by Italy Sport, the official betting partner of the NFL in Ireland and the UK. I should know. I know Mark Andrews isn't back. But I tell you what, our friend Ben's going over. And I, I mean, if they win, will he be in court next weekend? Probably not. Let's be honest. He might not come because <laughs> he be... better come. I mean, we're counting on him. I mean, yeah. Look, I mean, Baltimore or Cork. You tell me, like, I mean, look, 
I actually don't know offhand what the spread is. I've seen it the other day. Like it's literally it's coming on midnight here. I just think the Ravens are going to the Super Bowl. I think this is this is written in the stars for a Ravens Niners Super Bowl. I'm sorry to be boring. I'm not trying to be boring. I think the Texans have put a fight out for the first two quarters, and then Lamar Jackson pulls away. I think the week off is going to be it. Two weeks off, technically, week 18, is going to be a telling factor, Jeffrey. All right. I saw a statistic today, and, you know, I'm not an analytics guy. I'm not a big statistics guy, right? But this one is very telling, in my opinion. The Baltimore Ravens' margin of victory in 17 games this year, right? I'm, I'm talking about they have they have scored this many points. They have given up this many points, right? That's the margin, we, we call it. Their margin is 203 points. All right? So when you consider those factors and, you know, the Texans have had a tremendous season. And you know how I feel about C.J. Stroud and Michael Ryans and the whole thing, right? Nico Collins, Me too. all of it. All Me of too. Them. Absolutely. But I just, I just don't see how they can go into Baltimore because Baltimore can beat you three different ways. They can beat you on offense. They can beat you running it, throwing it on offense. They can pound you on defense. They 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 can destroy the pocket. They've got a secondary that that can get turnovers and linebackers that are sideline to sideline players. And then special teams wise, we saw what they did, you know, winning that, you know, winning the overtime game late in the year on a punt return, a walk off punt return. So, you know, they are a complete football team, Mike. I think the only thing that could hurt them is, you know, if Lamar, who has not played well, particularly in the playoffs, would happen to make a couple mistakes early. And then Houston gets a short field and, and gets on top. I, I just don't know even then if, if Houston has the ability to sustain it. It just stings of a lot of... You, you could see CJ Stroud going out first pip, first couple of plays, firing a bomb down the field. And them going seven up and going and people going... Mm. Lamar's... Space in the pocket is going to be so interesting. What he does when he has time is going to be intriguing in this game because I hope he doesn't do what the old Lamar does and run, 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 run. We've seen how good he is this year in the past. His decision-making skills have went up a level. I just think this game is Baltimore. I just know yeah, Jeff, it, it's going to be a boring game and I'm going to fall asleep. This is, not, this is not the old Ravens offense. This is a much more diversified offense under Munkin. Um, you, you mentioned big plays by the Texans. I think that is going to be a factor in the game. The Texans, Michael, are one of the better teams in the NFL in terms of chunk plays. You know, you're talking about passes over 20 yards, runs over 10 yards. They they are very good at that. That's part of the nature of their offense. And Bobby Sloak is, you know, really does a nice job of calling the play, calling plays during the game. So I think it's going to be really it's going to come down to the fact that can they make enough of those big plays? And I think they got to make them early because if they get behind Baltimore early, Baltimore has the ability to run the football and just squeeze the life out of you. Right. Here we go. Um, I'm presuming you're a busy man, Jeff. I got yeah. just one of my players showed up. Awesome. Like This is going to go live on the podcast. Hey, man, how's it going? You good? Say hello to you. Yeah, I'm good, y'all. How y'all doing here? 
Malachi. Who's going to win tomorrow, Packers or, or Niners? Barbie? I was going to ask your player who's going to win ask tomorrow. Him, ask him, ask him. Don't ask him. Oh, no, what's going on? Packers or Niners? I'm going to go ahead and take the Niners. There we go. In the Niners, that defense is too stacked. You got to remember, he's a California kid, man. He ain't going to go against he ain't going to go against his boys. Jeff, I have seen certain outlets, not in America, but in Europe. I'm not going to name the outlets. Trying to go straight edge and pick Green Bay. Now, I love what Green Bay done more than anybody else last week. And we talked about this, and you talked about it in depth in terms of the Cowboys performance the other night. There's no, like, I just don't see how Jordan Love goes in and beats him. I'm sorry. I, I think the, the Niners have got it all. They can well, run the ball. The problem, I, I don't think the problem is going to be with, with uh, Jordan Love. I think Jordan Love's going to make some plays. I think those receivers are going to make some plays. Well, the point, though, isn't it? Where I think the problem is going to lie for the Packers is whether the Packers can stop the run, right? That's been a problem for them historically. And, you know, that defense, even though they had a blowout win, right? I'm going to, you know, again, the offense of the Cowboys had over 500 yards, right? And they scored 38 points. Now, if San Francisco, who I think has a better offense than Dallas does, scores 38 points, San Francisco will win by 10 points. Because I can't see the 49er defense giving up three touchdowns against, uh, you know, against this team. I really can't. So I, I think it, I think San Francisco is the heavy favorite and they should be right. It's at home. You know, it, they're rested, they're healthy, right? All those things. Um, you know, I think green Bay's had a great season and Jordan love and that young group of skilled guys that they have, that young offense has really, really, really played well down the stretch, but, you know, again, I think there comes a point now where you're just up against a better football team, and the Niners are a better football team. Did you see the video of Steve Young, the hype video? No. Oh my god! Oh my god! I want Jeff. I'm thousands of miles away, and I want to run through a wall. It was sensational, and he barely talked during it. Um, imagine the scenario where it's the Packers against the Bucks. In the NFC title game in Limerick next week. We're not watching that game in Limerick, by the way. But Jeff, I am happy to tell you your room will have Sky Sports NFL, so you can watch the game. I gotta get, I gotta see Phoebe and Jason and Neil and 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 Dama can do their thing. So no, no, no. I, well, they, they better be doing their thing. If they, like that's the NFC title game, they better not be handing it off. I'm joking. I know how difficult it is. I mean, Jeff, you, you're the first man to be sitting in the studio, like literally sitting at four o'clock, going like, oh, Jesus. I just, I, I never did that. I was ready. I wanted more football. My favorite moment of the season has not been like the Steelers, the IPP, the Super Bowl. It was Thanksgiving when I texted you, Jolene, 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 <laughs> Jolene. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> eight o'clock. You are a mess. I'm just done. Hey, it's midnight here. What are our viewers saying about this game? I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, there's been a few con. There've been a few comments about this, but you know, I really want to know because you know, Niner Nation, Bang Bang Niner Gang, it's everywhere. I mean, it's everywhere. It's in Ireland. It's in the UK. It's everywhere. If if people can maybe, um, if 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 anybody listening to this live and there was a good few people watching it live on YouTube, if you want to maybe get your picks in, not just for this game but for all the games, 
we can maybe read them out at the end and put your name on as well do don't forget don't forget don't deny jeff let us know where you're calling from you know we we need to no, know we jeff. won't read we you can you can put your name up there and, and you can put up your choice but i ain't reading it unless you tell us where you're from so so far we're a couple of games in and we have not had any you know like controversial hits we're not getting we're, we're, we're not falling out right. like last week right. however you jeff i have this video wait if you want second. to see it wait 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 this is my show this ain't your show i'm gonna ask you the oh, okay. Question. okay all right lions bucks who you got lions i'm sorry lions. Yeah, I, th I think the Lions, the momentum's there for Detroit. The, the biggest question for me that still exists in the season is three things. Will Baltimore get the better of the Buffalo Bills in the AFC Championship game? And can Detroit silence San Francisco and get to an incredible Super Bowl? All right, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. I'm we'll sorry, do, that, that's my... We'll do that next week. Right now, we're talking about the San Francisco Giants, yes, I think they're going to win. But let's move on and say Baker Mayfield has been incredibly dissed by Gardner Johnson. Incredibly gift, gift, or excuse me, dissed, dissed. And he and Gardner Johnson has the nerve to come out publicly and say the Bucks would be a good football team if they just had a good quarterback. Did you see Baker's response? I haven't seen his response actually. I was gonna say I haven't I didn't know he it responded. It was classic. It was classic. He just went right back at him, but he did it in a very subtle way, right? Because he he Gardner Johnson also made a comment about a guy who hasn't played since week two. So Baker Baker said, I think he needs to more watch more updated film. Than what he's been watching because that guy hadn't played for us since week since week two <laughs> and that you know it was a little you know this nice little jab just a little and he said hey he's a great player he's been a great player everywhere he's been and i look forward to seeing him on sunday and left it at that <laughs> do you think you know how my boy is you know that that is gonna get up his saddle right i mean and he is gonna be I hope he doesn't play outside of himself because, you know, Baker's been known to do that in high-pressure games too, right? He's such a hyper-competitor hyper -competitive guy. Uh, do you think, in, in your opinion, right, with Dan Campbell, who's doing this for the first time, right, that he's going to be able to get that team focused this week, Mike? I mean, everybody in Detroit's, you know, Selling wolf tickets and they're just like you. They're not even thinking about the Bucks. Everybody in Detroit saying, you know, can we beat the Niners? Can you go to San Francisco and beat the Niners? Well, you can't get to San Francisco until you take care of Tampa Bay. Maybe you're hosting the Packers as well. Who knows? Oh my God. Could you imagine that? Oh my God. Like I know I'm going off. Hold on. Imagine that. I know I know we need a second this week, but an NFC North Championship. Oh my God. Right. Anyway. The simple answer is yes. If you like, I would run across a busy road for Dan Campbell if he was on the other side of it. The motivation that man has, I am more than happy 
to sit here and say, I believe that Dan Campbell has got that team motivated, has got that team leveled, has got that team confident and ready, and they're focused on this game. So you're so what what you're saying is you're drinking the Dan Campbell Kool-Aid. I'm 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 drinking I'm I'm drinking it by the liter bottle, Jeff. I'm right. sorry, I think when you have Amon Raw there, but you can complement it with a very, very good running game. Their offensive line is superb. I just think Jar Goff's and the mission is you know how many yards this weekend, man. Do you know how many yards Detroit rushed against Tampa Bay the last time these two teams played? Now you put me on the spot. Forty. Forty. Right. What is Jared Goff's quarterback rating versus teams that blitz? And nobody blitzes more than Tampa Bay except the Minnesota Vikings. Low. Low. But you're so not hold on. But, but you're not factoring the books. You're not factoring those two things in. You're saying that Dan Campbell's emotional speeches are going to be the thing that takes. I'm asking. I, I'm asking. I think, honestly, I think it's the emotion. I think it's the atmosphere. I think if they get out early, they'll be fine. And I honestly, we talked about it last week. And I, I completely accept some of the points you've made there. You're, you're bang on. But talking about the Packers, you said on the show the other night that Dallas were atrocious. Philly never showed up for as good as Tampa Bay were. Baker Mayfield's pass accuracy was sensational. Was it three passing touchdowns in a playoff game after everything he's been through? I get it. I'd be happy if either team won. I just think the Lions are the better team, and I think the Lions will get it done. If they want to go to Levi's and put a marker down, they need to do the business first. I, I agree with you completely, but it sounds like it sounds like you're going for the Bucs. I haven't heard anybody go for the Bucs all week. I'm loving I'm this. Not going, I'm not going for anybody, right? Who, who's who's going to win a game, Jeff? Who is, who's my, game? who is one of my two favorite teams? There's two teams you know I love. The Broncos and the Chargers. No. The, the Lions and the Raiders. That sorry-ass bunch of donkeys, no. All right? The Lions and the Raiders, right? So, as a Lion fan, this is beautiful to me. It's beautiful to me. I'm just trying to get you to think a little bit. Not be all emotional, but go back to the fact. I think I, you said one thing that I think is absolutely critical. And that's who starts fastest. Because if you're Tampa and you can go into that into that arena, you know, and, and into that crowd in that environment, you can, silence. you can silence them and control the tempo of the game, you got a great chance. If the Lions start fast and get hot and golf hits a couple plays makes a couple plays it could be a long day it could be a blowout right i, I i'm i'm serious i really believe that but again that's why they play the game keep getting your picks in we'll call them at the end shout out to connor mcsweeney for part of the niners ireland group who can't have a meetup at the minute because the games are all up seven o'clock in the morning i've jeff i think you should do it at one o'clock in the morning why not they really love football, they would. That's not on them. Come on, now. No, they're good lads. They're, they're good lads. I don't. I, they may. They may be great lads, but if they really love the 49ers, you put really them under pressure now. It's one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't go into a bar and be like, "Here, we're going to stay from one to four in the morning." Oh yeah, no bar. Come on. If 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 you're really good fans, I'll bet you if you went to the wool shed and you just took it over like that, you could get in there. No, because the guard is have you out but by one o'clock. There's probably a license in law. Do you want to see this last five seconds, this Niners video? Yes. Right.
It's been a long journey. Each week, a different story, a different challenge. But now... Hold on, it won't, it won't let me show. Did you say Hold the on. first five or the last five? The, the last five, here we go. It's been a long journey. For our team, for the faithful, for this moment, do it for the bank. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm loving it. But remember, is it is it San Francisco Bay Steve Young's talking about or Tampa Bay, his original NFL team? That's my question. Could be Galway Bay next week. Yeah. Hey, a couple of pints here next week. You'll be laughing at that. Okay, let's see here, gents. The last game. Now, so hold on, hold on. I'm taking the Lions. Who are you taking? I'm taking the Lions. Well, I'm taking. What am I talking about? Yeah, I'm taking the Lions. I thought I was taking the box. It's it's past midnight here, Jeff. This is not fair. Amazing. It's late. This is Jeff Reinbold time. Usually, is this the time you do inside the huddle? Because I can't do this. Twelve forty-five a.m. We begin no, inside the huddle. I'm going to put a complaint in the Reynolds whenever I see him. I'm joking. <laughs> be like. Make my man Jeff do it more than one. Um, right. Where do we start? Like, where where do we start here? Put a TikTok out the other day of uh, being like next Sunday. It's the first time Patrick Mahomes plays a road game, and it blew up. And I'm like, how does this? How does this blow up? Like, it's grand. It is pretty insane though that he's never played one. Technically, I know he's played the Super Bowl on neutral sites. And you could argue that the Tampa Bay one was technically, you know, uh, uh, but I, I, I'm just look. I, I'm really intrigued to what you think here because first off, I I didn't really know until today because of this whole IPP thing about the weather situation in Buffalo. The fact they're paying people twenty dollars uh, an hour to shuffle snow and they'll have heaters for them and stuff. I, does it ever not snow there for a start? That's one element of it. We've seen the way he's leaning on uh, Rushy Rice. I I really am intrigued to see the Travis Kelsey we're going to see on Sunday because he was woeful last week. And Jeff, you know, I've been very critical of your opinions on Tay-Tay and, and Swifties and stuff. I tell you what, if that was any other player last week, he would have been hounded, hounded on that field. So look, I like Travis. You, you need to see a better performance there. That's the reality of it. But the really intriguing thing is Buffalo last week fell off big time in the third quarter against Pittsburgh. There was no movement. There was nothing going on. What Buffalo team are we going to see on Sunday? The expectation in Buffalo. This is the moment. We've talked all year. We talked in October. We talked in November about, well, if this is the window for Buffalo, if this is the time they're going to do it, has their window closed whenever they were struggling? Well, the window is very, very firmly open and it's cold as hell outside. I'm talking like Jeff Reinbold here. And it's time. It is time for Josh Allen to beat Patrick Mahomes and put this madness of how this Kansas City team with these players at the moment are in this point of the playoffs. I think Buffalo wins, but I certainly would not be surprised if Kansas City win by a field goal and get to within one game of the Super Bowl and then lose next week against Baltimore. Who have you got, Jeffrey? Well, let me just say this. There's all those all good points. All good points. Which Josh Mc, excuse me, which Josh Allen are we going to see? Right? That's going to be the key thing. Will they be able to run the ball? 
the Bills need to run the football, right? They got to make sure that they get the, you know, they're so beat up right now, right? They are so beat up right now. I think Kelsey will have a good game, and here's why. Both of Buffalo's starting linebackers are out, right? A.J. Klein, who played last week and played well, is not a cover backer. That was Milano's job, right? Milano's gone. You know, Rapp, who's been their third safety and sometimes would come down and play man-to-man on a big, on a tight end, he's out, right? So there's so many guys on Buffalo's football team, in my opinion, that are hurt, that are key, but key players. That would concern me a little bit. I just don't have any faith whatsoever and other than Rasheed Rice like you said that the Kansas City Chiefs have a good enough now isn't this crazy to hear us say this that the Kansas City Chiefs do not have a good enough receiver room to win this game right if Marquez Valdez Scandling and that group of receivers which has dropped more balls than anybody in the National Football League with one of the league's most accurate passers throwing. And it's going to be cold and nasty in Buffalo. What do you think their chances are of performing extremely well? Not very high, right? The Buffalo, I mean, excuse me, the Kansas City defense, I think, is another key, Michael. Because is Chavarius Ward going to travel, right, with Diggs, you know, you know what Diggs, hey, Diggs can be a, Diggs can be a, um, he's so hot and cold, Jeff. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and, and I'm looking for the word right now. He, he can be a distraction when he's not playing well, or he's not getting the ball, right? He can be a sideline distraction. He can be a distraction on the field, right? So, you know, again, I really, I, I think Cook is such a big factor for that offense and his ability to run the ball and also catch the ball in the backfield. Josh is going to make some plays with his feet. He's going to run, he'll get out of the pocket, and he'll, you know, make it tough. You know, Kansas City can rush the passer a little bit, you know, and if Ward can keep Diggs in check, then I don't know about those, the rest of the weapons that, that Buffalo has. Kincaid's their next best guy, right? Dawson Knox is, you know, in that mix. So they may go to two tight ends and see what Kansas City puts on the field. Because Kansas City would like to play at least five DBs most of the game if they can. So I think it'll be interesting to see that. I think Buffalo should win this football game. They're home, right? You got a great quarterback, maybe a more dynamic quarterback than the other guys have in terms of ability to make plays with his legs. You know, where Patrick Mahomes can make plays with his leg, getting out of the pocket to throw it, right, or to get a key first down. When when Josh Allen gets out of the pocket, he has the ability to take the ball 65 yards for a touchdown, which we've seen. So Buffalo should win this game. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a real close game. I think it'll be within four points. And, you know, again, you've got to give Buffalo some advantage because it's home in that weather i'm going to take buffalo as well and i i think that's a really important point and i hope we hear that on tv 
on every outlet this weekend in regards to the injury that Buffalo have. And if they get over the line, I think you have to give serious props to them if that is the case. So they, they've they've really been dying out. I remember, was it London? They started having guys go down since then from week Mike, five. there was a point where even, even staunch Buffalo fans and Buffalo's Mafia, Buffalo Mafia can... Or Bill's Mafia can tell me I'm wrong. You, you, you've I'm been wrong. there this season as well. You've seen well, first yeah, time. I mean, and, and and I've listened to talk radio in Buffalo all year, right? And I, I remember when, before they fired Dorsey, they wanted to fire everybody in the building because they said, we're never we're not going to make the playoffs. They not only made the playoffs, they won the East, right? So this is a hot football team right now. And they're at home, and I think that's going to be enough to be the deciding factor in this game. Obviously, folks, wherever you're watching the games from this weekend, we hope you enjoy it. I know Jeff will be watching it from a sunny beach somewhere in Hilo, Hawaii. Have you told the wife you're going to Ireland yet? Uh, no. Well, I'm not sure I'm going. I don't know if I got a flight. I mean, I don't know. Oh, okay. okay. All right, here we go. Connor McSweeney says, wish a bar would stay open at 430 for a watch party. Let's get that done. I, do, I cannot believe on the entire island of, of Ireland. So you got North, Northern Ireland and the Republic, and the licensing laws obviously differ for both. I'm telling you now, if you stood in the wall shed at half two in the morning talking and drinking, you'd be out the gap, kicked out. There's nothing we can do about it, Jeff. Now, what some establishments might do on Super Bowl Sundays, speak easy. They might lock the door and say, I'm off and put the shutters down. That's usually yeah, no, no, they, that's know, what I, I'm looking for. Here's the thing: I feel for not just the Niners fans, but fans of every team. It's like, especially it's not just Ireland, it's Europe as well, like UK, everyone. It's so hard for them to organize watch parties, and it's sort of unfair for them because the NFC Championship, if if Connor, if the Niners get through, will be late as well. I'll be up the road. Jeff will be in bed snoring at that point. And um, Clive from London, Bills in overtime, Bucks, Niners, Ravens. Mickey Brady. From? He's from? He's, I know where he is. He's from Kintra. Look. He's crying. Ravens. Okay, he, calls, he calls Ravens, Chiefs, Lions, 49ers. Interesting. Who else we got, Mike? Who else have we got? I think that's it. Jeff, it's it's 20 past 12 at night. <laughs> I really appreciate you. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't anybody in Ireland love football anymore? Here's one from Wheels, and the, I know Rodri is buzzing with that guy. I forgot his name. Where I am, so Roger, I'm so sorry. I'm a glory hunting Ireland rugby fan, um. But I'm, I know you're buzzing this week, man. Congrats and everything, guys. You deserve it. Four winners, four X Factor players: Baltimore, Cal Hamilton, Niners, Fred Warner, Detroit, Jameer Gibbs, Kansas City, Trent McDuffie, uh, Jeff. While we're at it, with your picks that you've made tonight, this is the final part of this segment. This is it. One, one or two word answer. With your picks, you have going through this week who's your Super Bowl matchup I'm going to say Baltimore San Francisco I think I think that's that would be the logical thing you would say barring injury or anything else crazy going on between now and you know the championship games uh certainly I think that's the way it's going to go and I think we're going to have you know a tremendous tremendous week you know San Francisco fans will you know will descend on Vegas and Baltimore fans, Baltimore travels extremely well. Uh, when I when I did a thing for touchdown trips in New Orleans to watch the Ravens and, and the Saints, there was incredible how many Baltimore fans were in New Orleans, and certainly they'll be in, in Vegas too. If they get there. We have some breaking news to finish off. You're, you got 30 seconds? Yep. Okay. Monday night. 
Sorry, wrong, wrong button. Uh, two things. Pierce is going to get the job in Vegas. Big news for them. We see Mason Crosby. I should, Jeff, we're 43 minutes in and I didn't open this. I'm so sorry. I should have said this. Um, we see Mason Crosby was apparently going to ask for a trade. I'm glad that's sorted out. I'm intrigued to see how this works out in Vegas. Great to see them behind them. And obviously something that we haven't talked about all week, just very, 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 very quickly, Bill Belichick expected to have a second interview with the Falcons next week. And Flunky from Dublin put a comment up, not about the Cowboys because they're done for the year, Fred. Sorry, man. But he put a comment up, oh God, about uh, Harbour. Apparently Harbour is interviewing with the Falcons next week also. I know he interviewed with the Chargers. Have you anything you'd like to say on any of those points, Jeff, or are are you leaving us? I'm really, really happy for Antonio Pierce. Really happy. I think he deserves that. You look at the, you know, the, even their losses, Neil, were all against, I mean, all against playoff teams, right? Like, it, and some of them were very, very close against playoff teams. So he took a team that was dead in the water and gave them life. And it'll be interesting to see how he does building a team in the offseason. Um, the Belichick thing, everything I hear, and I mean everything I'm hearing over here, is that he's going to be the guy in Atlanta. And they're just working out the details. Interesting also today over here, there was a there was a uh, quote from Kirk Cousins that he would love the opportunity to play for Bill Belichick. No. Yes. yes. You like that, Jeff? You like oh, that? I, I, I think they're going to need a quarterback. But if, you know, you think about it. If he he goes to Atlanta, he's going to a team in a weak division, right? He's going to a team that has good enough players on both sides of the ball. He just need a quarterback, right? And that would be a the kind of guy I think he can win with. Guy that protects the football, guy that's great competitor, highly intelligent, loves football, all the things that you know he's had in Tom Brady. Now he Cousins is not Tom Brady, but there are some similarities. Uh, oh, Michael me, Devlin. Me Hall in Stewart. Jeff, you're going to love Stewartstown. It's such an exotic place. You can buy these drinks called Sukis. They're amazing. I'll, I'll get you on in a few weeks. Texans, Packers. <laughs> Look at this guy. Come Jeez, on. Jason Lyons. Oof. He's the upset special there, Michael. Michael, Michael Brown to finish off Ravens, Niners, Bucks, Chiefs, Mikey and Hamlin in Scotland. Folks, thank you for watching this tonight. We, we appreciate it, Jeff. I need to go to bed. I need to go to bed. What, very quickly, what's the plan next week? We're going to do a pod Monday-ish? Ish? We're going to do a pod on Monday. Right? And that's it? And then <laughs> I, will, I will begin my safari over. What time are you getting the Titanic app? Uh, is that mon- Monday night? Yeah, I'm going to tell you something. The Titanic was a speedboat compared to the way you're getting me over there. <laughs> Um, we will either have a pod out so Monday definitely uh, before Jeff goes Jeff flies out Wednesday night that's Thursday morning our time if Jeff's flights are in time he won't miss the Galway show that's the plan at the moment Um, (laughs) good lord Um, so there might not be a second podcast next week at worst we have a two and a half hour drive to Cork on Saturday morning and I have got a Zoom recorder, and we will have two mics, and I will drive hey, in an hey, automatic just, car and be like, hello, folks, Think about this. On any of the four legs of my trip to Ireland, like, I'm not going to Zimbabwe. I'm going to Ireland. I don't know why this is this trip is like this, but I've got to go four legs of this trip. I've got about a six-hour layover, I think, in Philadelphia, so we might be able to squeeze a podcast in from the airport in Philadelphia. I'd probably be at work, but yes, I... I, I 
I agree. If if we've got time for that, we'll do that. Um, and then, folks, if you see, like, Jeff lands in, in Dublin at quarter past seven next Friday morning, and he has um, seven and a half red zone hours until he gets his train. So Jeff's got loads of time. He might be in off the ball. I'm going to try and hook him up with two certain things. I feel bad, man. This is the best I could do. You don't feel bad. Yeah, hold on. Jeff is flying from Pyongyang. You don't feel bad. Like, it's just like cruel and unusual punishment. It was 10 grand on business class. It wasn't going to happen. Like, I wanted to do it. I couldn't do it. Just get get to the end of Galway. You'll have a pint again. Why don't we start? Why don't we? Why don't we start a GoFundMe page where I at least can get a I can get a hotel in Galway to sleep for five hours before I before I have to. Oh now the the good people, the good people at the SCAF have both of us a hotel room. So shout out to him, shout out to the lads. I'm buzzing for next week. Just you get to the end of that. Hey hey, hey. Do, do you have your hotel room in Vegas yet? Yes. <laughs> If anybody has a spare floor for Jeff Reinbold for nine nights in Vegas, um, please let us know. Uh, listen to Jeff on Talk Sport during Super Bowl 58 in Vegas. Jeff might be on Talk Sport tomorrow night. Shout out to Will Gavin and the lads. Maybe Jeff, you can sleep on this floor. I don't know. But for now, God bless. Say mahalo and we'll get out of here, my man. This has been Jeff Reinbold for the Jeff Reinbold Show and joined by my buddy, as always, Michael McQuaid. Uh, he's not, he's a great football guy, he's a great person. But do not, if he offers to do your travel, do not allow him anywhere near your travel. <laughs> so we're going to say aloha from Hawaii and aloha from Ireland. Uh, this has been our show brought to you by 888 Sport, the official gambling partner of the National Football League in both UK and Ireland. Aloha. Good night. God bless. Enjoy the, the playoffs. Good night. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. 